Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Galloway and Isabel podcast presented by Maureen Bell Coffee Roasters. My name is Thomas Galloway. To my right, Evan Isabel. And Evan, how was your week? Oh, my week. Well, I was in yeah. Florida. It was pretty good. I love spending time with my family. The only thing is because of the way energy works, me and my little sister had a lot of energy. My parents, not so much energy. My grandma, not that much energy. Even and less, so yeah. There's a little bit of conflict with like, okay, me and my little sister, we have to like get our energy out. But our parents, they're tired from working their butts off. Right. And so they don't want to do whole, as much as me and Chelsea want to do. And then my grandma, she was working while we were there. So yeah. that was a whole other right. thing. Got you. So you and Chelsea went around... Yeah, we Just tried to. Do, we went and did some stuff at the gym. We did uh, a few workouts. We worked out every day, actually. Nice. And then um, worked on some video projects. That's cool. Right. To my left, Noah Galloway. <laughs> and Noah, how was your week? I'm feeling pretty normal. I so on Friday I was supposed to have three exams, and I talked to my teacher, got it down to two, and now I'm taking an exam tomorrow afternoon, so I'm pretty mm-hmm. feeling pretty stoked about that. So, like, this question is about the week that happened. Right. <laughs> not the stuff that's coming up in the future. But, you know, you're doing whatever you want, and I respect that. It's funny that you mentioned that, because I want to say something that happened, like, a week and a half ago, not in the past week. Okay. So, we're at one of my friends, like, a potluck, and we're all sitting around outside, and the dog, like, so one kid went and smelled the dog's head for some reason, like, the top of the head, and it smelled like meat. And the dog was super hungry. And the dog was just, just, like, trying to get food from everybody. And, like, imagine... That's, that's like, peak insanity. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're super hungry in your head, it's almost so like, like meat, <laughs> food. What if anything you wanted, you, you your head started to smell like it? Oh, my That's gosh. insane. It's like, <laughs> it's like me walking Actually, around though, with my hair smelling like salad. There's this... Like, I go nuts. <laughs> okay. Actually, though... Like, have you ever worn female shampoo and been like... By accident. Yeah, yeah by accident. And you're like, hmm, who's that? Yeah, who's that who's attractive that? person? And then it's like, oh, I'm that cute girl. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's not... <laughs> but that's... It really messes you up. Yeah. I or, or like, can I say something? Absolutely. Or like, if you're at a concentration camp, that'd be the worst. Like, Dude, that'd be actually the worst. Smell like steak, and you're just <laughs> walking around and just like arms, legs, everything smells like steak. Mm. You just take a shower. Total bummer. That'd be a big bummer. <laughs> yeah. I would be really upset in that situation. Yeah. I would be but Back to smelling like uh, shampoo or just like good smells. Like people that smell good, you just want to be around them more. Right. Like, there's such Absolutely. more a positive connotation with them oh, being around. I will stand a much more annoying person much longer if they smell good than if they don't. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm also way more attracted to a lady if she smells good. Like yeah. infinitely. Like it's crazy. 100%. And yeah. if someone smells bad. Keep that in mind. I have a keep that in mind, yeah. <laughs> but if there's if there's a person that smells bad, it depends on what kind of bad they smell. Because like, I can deal with like spices and mm. food smells. Like if you just got done cooking, if you finish cooking and you smell like food, I'm okay with that. Like yeah. right. we all gotta eat. But if right. you smell like you haven't showered in three days, that's mm-hmm. where I'm like, my respect for you kind of goes down yeah especially if you're in a financial situation where you can afford it if you can right. afford to shower why are you not showering yeah everybody should smell at least neutral exactly right, right. there's no there, there are excuses but from for a lot of people there's not really an excuse for smelling less than neutral unless they can't like maybe they can't afford exactly, it exactly yeah. situation mm-hmm. that that's okay yeah that, we right. get we get it we get, we get it you. yeah okay someone asked me how my week was so 
Tommy, how was your week? Pretty good. Uh, it was not like over the top extraordinary. July 4th is very chill. And then at work, they had this incentive for over the weekend. I could come in on July 4th if I wanted to. It made like time and a half. Did you? I, I didn't. Oh. But I did come in Friday, <laughs> Saturday, and Sunday. Got myself paid. Ooh. Worked on some of these time-sensitive projects. So what'd you do at work? I cannot talk about that. That's private? <laughs> uh, for trade uh, <clears throat> There's a good reason, which is trade secrets. And then there's a bad reason, which is me not working that hard. And like doing all kinds of other stuff. I think I am in the same boat as you. Yeah. Minus the trade secrets. Just the lazy parts. <laughs> it is actually really crazy. At our work, the, the, to get in, you have to have a, a badge and a code at the same time. Wow. Like all the doors. If you come in during the weekends, to use the elevator, you have to swipe your badge. They're very, uh, very strict. So that lazy people their, uh, they, they, they claim it's for like trade secrets and stuff. Oh, for trade secrets. Because they handle, secrets. they handle a lot of like sensitive financial information. Oh yeah. That's actually important because yeah. like if I was a scumbag that didn't care about other people and wanted some money, I would, that'd be the first place I'd go is a place with a lot of information. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So you work at like a bunch of computers, right? Just one of them. Like are there a bunch of computers around? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, my question is, does, has anybody ever like brought in like a ridiculous amount of food and an obnoxious amount of food, like something super gross that just like has the potential to spill all over the Yeah. Well, you're not allowed keyboard. to eat at the, like at the computers. You have right. to take to the break room. I, I have like, sometimes I'll have like almonds or pistachios and no one cares. Right. But one time a girl brought in like a paper bag, like a brown paper bag of like super greasy chips and Ew. and guac. No. And she just started eating them no. at the computers. Did she like, was she new? She was new but also just like completely oblivious. Uh and she just started eating her chips and guac. Like I said, you could see like the brown paper bag, you could see like grease marks Ew. on it. It was the craziest so thing gross. I've ever seen. I just remember this that brought me back to this memory of I was at the library hanging out with I can't remember who I was hanging out with. It was with a girl. Mm-hmm. And I was like smelling this thing. And I was like, is this girl really smell that bad? Why does this girl smell so bad? And then I realized that we were sitting next to the trash can and there's like some food in it. Yeah. And it, like that's what was smelling. And so I moved the trash can and it was all better. But it was just like this weird situation where like I think she thought I smelled bad and I thought she smelled bad. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, Not what cool. is going on? Because like I, I couldn't figure it out because it wasn't her breath. Because, right. like, like, I smelled her breath and it wasn't bad. But yeah. then, like, just random whiffs of awful, awful smells. Uh, that's not cool. No, it That's an awkward situation. Right. But then we figured it out. And then, and then it was never good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So, before we get into our main topics of the week, uh, everyone, if you're watching this on YouTube, that's awesome. But if you want to take it on the go, you have things to do, and you can't watch YouTube... You can listen to it on iTunes and SoundCloud. iTunes, if you have an iPhone, you can use a purple podcast app that comes with your iPhone. So check it out there. Even though we've been focusing more on YouTube lately, we really want to emphasize that this is still a podcast. And you can listen to it, and you can check it out, and that would be great. It's almost as fun as watching it. Almost, yeah. Right. And we got tons of people listening to it when it was just an audio format. Mm-hmm. So check it out. And on and you know do all the subscribing and liking on there, too. And on YouTube. It really helps. Uh, also, this is a good time to bring up. We had one person go through. So last podcast, when Evan, you were flying to Florida, we, we implored the people 
to like the podcast because mm-hmm. we said watching it's cool, but it's not enough. It's not enough. You guys need to get a little more active. Right. Be, be less lazy. Be a, exactly. Be a little less selfish. Be like us. Yeah. Right. Get exactly. engaged. Be modest. <laughs> exactly. Be more. Be more modest, and really appreciate what seriousness life and like and subscribe our podcast. Yeah. Otherwise, right. who are you? Exactly. So someone thought, okay. So either someone like actually dislikes our videos, which is hard to imagine. I don't know right. how. Exactly. And went through and disliked like five of them. Maybe it was an accident. That's definitely possible. And this is a good time to warn everybody. Just be more careful with your clicking. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not that hard. No. Like how fast do you have to be doing this where you're misclicking the, the buttons? It's, it's not that hard. This actually happened in my videos too. I noticed yeah. that like a portion of my videos were being disliked. Like, like nine in a row. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, I get it. If, if you don't like the video, that's fine. But like, if you're watching my videos right now, you're most likely my family. Yeah. Or right. my friends. Right. So which, what are you doing? So like, I know that the majority of the people that are watching my videos are my friends or family. So what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is my theory that someone out there who has a terrible sense of humor thought, oh, hey, they want us to like our videos. It'd be funny if we dislike them. Yeah. Oh, Except roasted. The, the funny thing is that we have no idea who you are. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, man up, woman up. We like to know who you are. Don't be disliking our videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, comment or say it to our face. This is going to be the most disliked video ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like not well, disliked. Here's the thing. I, I don't care about their opinions anyway. Yeah. So if they want to dislike our video, that's fine. We don't need any self-esteem boosting here on the yeah, Galloway and yeah, Isabel yeah. podcast. Uh, so it's not a problem. Okay. So now that we got that out of the way, the next thing we need to do, we're going to do this on a weekly basis or every single podcast. We're all going to recommend something. So whether it's a book or a movie or a show or an album or a song or a play or a... <laughs> <laughs> I just keep going, man. I love learning new words. Uh, we're all going to recommend something. So does, does anybody want to go first this week? Okay, so... My recommendation is uh, Florida. Nice. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you don't have to go to Florida. If you're going to the 50 states, Florida's the one you My get. recommendation, the United States. The United States, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Midsummer is a movie I watched last night. I would recommend this movie because of its uniqueness. It is a very unique horror film, and it has a lot of deep details that are have like basically analogies so there'll be a painting on the wall and this is representative of something and i think that's really cool when the director has enough like insight and like thinking about the future to be able to put stuff so well detailed so that they can have it be like this beautiful intricate detailed mm-hmm. quilt of a movie. I think that's super cool. So I would recommend Midsummer because of, because of its complexity. Right. There's some weird, weird stuff that happens in this movie. Um, I would say it's a 6 out of 10, but there are some really, really interesting things that mm. make it really unique. Nice. Okay. Noah? I recommend, hands down, my favorite movie of all time, Nightcrawler. So Jake Gyllenhaal, he is a nightcrawler. <laughs> and he and so he like what that means is he goes around in LA at nighttime and he has a police scanner and like he'll be just sitting in his car maybe he'll even sit on top of his car just okay check I don't the remember stars that I don't something. remember that scene 
<laughs> but anyway, he'll just be sitting there. He'll wait for a juicy signal. Something like, some like crime that that like deals with like white rich people or something like that. And then he'll just like jump down in the car, put the pedal to the metal, and just fly on over there. And then he'll videotape the crime, and then he'll sell it to TV. And then yeah, and then eventually he like the company TV. Yeah. <laughs> he just and talks then, to the TV. Yeah. He's like, like, hey, you want to buy some footage? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got it for the loo. <laughs> yeah, and then eventually he just he gets a little greedy. He wants to move his business up. Are you going to go through the whole movie? No, no, no. And he just like starts his account and yeah. like, mess around with the scenes. Gotcha. Crime scenes. Nice. Yeah, that's a good movie. Uh, okay, I would like to recommend three movies. My way of doing this is to recommend a director who directed all three movies. Oh, okay. I was going right. to say, this is weird. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. It would have been very weird. I'm going to recommend the director, S. Craig Zoller. And he has three movies, Bone Tomahawk, Brawl and Cell Block 99, and Dragged Across Concrete. And so all these movies are very similar, even though they take place in different settings. They have a very slow building tension that occasionally just explodes in some of the most intense violence that I've ever seen in, in movies. Wow. Not so much in Dried Across Concrete, but in the first two for sure. Uh, in Bone Tomahawk, there is easily the most gruesome scene I've ever seen in any movie or show ever. And if you watch the whole movie, you will definitely know which one I'm talking about. It is, it's insane. It's not even close compared to the other like, gruesome scenes I've seen in movies and shows. And so it is one of these movies where it's not like a John Wick, where the whole movie is just intense action, nonstop. It definitely has this uh, slow build up to it, which I think makes the action pay off even more because mm-hmm. you've been kind of waiting for it a little bit. And I appreciate movies like that because one thing I do read quite a bit, so I'm okay with like being not like bored, but letting them take their time and developing characters and right. all this stuff build the story yeah exactly so it does do some of that i still think it's really interesting in those scenes that aren't as much action mm-hmm. but just keep that in mind if you're going into it even though there's a lot of there's violence it's not nonstop. yeah totally yeah i totally love that the, how long were these movies like two and a half hours two fifteen two and a half because yeah. that's how long midsummer was and when you were describing how the tension buildup was that's kind of how i felt with midsummer it almost didn't even feel like a a horror movie per se because it was just at first just kind of building the characters and explaining them and that's what yeah. I loved it that it's not just a horror movie it really is a story about these relationships and then right. the the story develops and you're like oh this is a horror movie like if you went into it at first you might just think this is just like a drama right but it's it's got horror aspects to it for sure yeah yeah cool. it's kind of like get out it just could be a rom-com or something they just be driving <laughs> to their parents house and then yeah. it goes bizarre i've never seen get out i've saw i oh, saw us it's, it's incredible get it's out's good yeah. yeah it's, it's not favorite. everybody talked about it and they were they were right it wasn't like overrated really yeah right. it's good okay so let's get on to the main topic for tonight which is Okay, Noel, would you like to explain a little bit of what you were thinking behind this initially? Absolutely. So I was kind of thinking about Joe Rogan. So when you think of Joe Rogan, you think of jujitsu, comedy, um, fitness, um, like his podcast, mm-hmm. and like hunting. He knows a lot about hunting. And so like I was thinking like, what if for me, I want to create like multiple things that people think of me 
when they think about who I am as a person, like mm-hmm. what I do. And so I think it's kind of cool that he has that identity, that he has that niche. And like he does his things that he likes to do and he knows a lot about him and he's really passionate about mm-hmm. it. And so I was kind of like thinking about like stuff that I would be, that would be my several things yeah. like that. Yeah, and when Noel brought that up, I remember reading in a book about uh, how to prepare for law school and then your career afterwards, mm-hmm. where a lawyer had given the author some advice where he recommended to have th- three hobbies or interests that you know really well outside of your profession. Mm-hmm. So what I was thinking was then for this podcast, we could go through each of those things for us if we had three things. And we might not have three things yet. A lot of people might not when they're our right. age. And this could be for college students outside of our major. Obviously, we don't have jobs yet, full-time jobs. So three things outside of our jobs that we care about, that we're interested in, hobbies that we have, and then what we really like about them, and then how we got into those. And we can really kind of dive in uh, to each of these. And uh, just kind of, and it's also a good way for us to get to know each other even more and the yeah. audience know us. And, uh I love so, this. All right, cool. And you kind of mentioned this idea. We were at a rodeo, and all these cowboys, cowgirls were just like, they're all in on their culture with like mm-hmm. all their outfits and everything, their um, belts and whatever they wear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just. <laughs> Isn't that so weird that yeah. we have we have so many different types of cultures like in our own community? Like I don't know about rodeo. Yeah. Cult- I've been to rodeos. Right. But like I go to a rodeo and I feel like I'm in a different. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm in a like bizarro land. Yeah, it's you like know? two it's like different years back. It's like a different world. It's yeah. Not even the same place because like everyone's speaking funny. Mm-hmm. Everyone's wearing weird stuff. Yeah. yeah. There's either like a lot of cowboy looking things. And then people wearing orange and lime green shirts. Right, right. <laughs> I feel like everybody in small towns, like half the people you see are wearing some kind of orange or lime green t-shirt. Orange or lime green. <laughs> yeah. Or like those middle school neon, uh, neon colored yeah. shirts. There's a yeah. lot of like two-A state qualifier in basketball in shirts. 2008. Yeah, in 2008. Yeah, yeah exactly. Year. Yeah. Okay, so who would like to do their first... One other three things. So we're doing so like my first hobby and then his first yeah. hobby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would say my first hobby would be working out. Like, okay, this is kind of like a weird thing to say, but like lifting mm-hmm. it, for right. me is very therapeutic. That's that, completely reasonable. Yeah. Absolutely. And that started for me in high school. Um, really, it was, the moment I, I realized I wanted to lift was, well, I started working out when I was twelve. Mm-hmm. So I, when, at twelve, I realized, okay. I don't like the way I'm treating my body and I kind of had this shadow fear kind of thing and I like thought about what am I going to be like be like in 18 when I'm 18 years old if I keep drinking Mountain Dews all day and doing this habit that I had and so I'm like okay I'm going to cut out cut out all candy cut out all pop mm-hmm. and like I did that like in a week or something and then I set this regimen for exercise for myself. I did 50 sit-ups and 50 push-ups every single morning when I woke up from the age of 12. And by the time I was 13, I had, like, the six-pack. Mm-hmm. And that nice. was, like, kind of my first big motivation. Right. Um, and then in high school, I, I, I didn't really have, like, an exercise plan mm-hmm. and I didn't have a diet. All, all my diet was is don't eat garbage and don't drink garbage right. pop. Right. And so in high school... I mean, I was kind of an outsider because I came from this small town that wasn't really connected to Boone, my high school town. And so I kind of had a hard time getting along with people and I felt like an outsider. And then one day my math teacher was talking to my friend, um, Troy, and he was like, wow, you're, 
you're getting buff, dude, because his his bicep was getting big. And I'm like, dude, right. how'd you do that? Why is your bicep big? We're only 14. <laughs> and he's like, well, I just go to the Y after school every day and I work out. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. And luckily enough for me, the, the YMCA was right across the street from my high school. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I, I can't remember what I did next. I just went across the street and was like, yo, can I get a membership? And because I look like a 12-year-old at the age of 14, they're like, you're not old enough. Right. And so I was like, I'm not old enough. And then I came back like a year later or something. And I was like, yo, can I get a membership yet? And they're like, okay, yeah, you can get a membership. And so I started to build relationships at this gym. I met my first close friend, Gabe Caldwell, who I appreciate so much to this day. He trained me. Um, he trained me for like three months straight. And he set these crazy goals for me. He was a big role model for me. Um, I really respect him to this day. And he definitely made my life, um, kind of pushed me to be like, um, more motivated to, to try and go for things that maybe I don't think I can get. Right. Yeah. Uh, to this day, is there anything like about lifting? Like what about lifting do you love that makes you want to keep doing it over and over again? So the thing about lifting is that, Anyone can, almost anyone can do it. You can, you can be broke. Maybe not lifting weights, but exert like physical exertion exercises, lift, like pushing up, doing pushups, doing like handstands or whatever. You can figure out something. Um, and there's something about human beings. I feel like we need to be exhausted. Like we need to, to go through some sort of physical, challenge mm-hmm. every day right, right. um and so this kind of fulfills that right. desire for Absolutely. me yeah. it fulfills this physical desire that i actually i get like a physical high kind of like i get kind of high when i go to the gym and right. i feel good um and if i don't i get jittery and i get like you know that feeling when you've been binge watching something yeah that's how i feel when i don't Absolutely. work out right i understand Absolutely. yeah okay no would you like to do uh your first Hobby slash interest. Absolutely. So I got into yoga in the summer of 16. Summer 16. Summer 16. Good, good Drake song. Yeah, and I was step 16. Wow. Yeah. And so I wanted to drop some weight for basketball season, get in better shape. So I did that, and I did that in running, and a few months later, I was 30 pounds less. And that helped me get into, get into varsity basketball. And so, like, I went from not having played organized basketball ever to playing varsity basketball and playing, like, big-time minutes on the varsity stage, like, the big, the biggest games. And so that was really cool. And so that, that helped me with my basketball career quite a bit. I, and I, like, I've, I do yoga at least, like, once a week, a couple times a week, every week since then. And just, I just really like the, I really appreciate how you feel right afterwards just like walking around, you just feel like you're just gliding around, mm-hmm. like kind of a hovercraft a little bit. Oh yeah. And um, and I like to shout out Sean Vig, who is a yoga instructor. He puts out yo- YouTube yoga videos, and recently I've gotten into Boho Beautiful, <laughs> and she, <laughs> and she is this chick who does yoga on the beach of Hawaii, and so it's it's really good. It's really nice. It's really chill. Okay, so you got into it as a way to get in shape for something else. Yeah, exactly. Okay. 
Gotcha. And that kind of morphed into me just wanting to do it every day, just like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. How you just feel you feel so tight, and you just feel like you feel like you want to just like punch a wall. You just mm-hmm. so yeah. You just have so much energy pent up, For and you real. can't. You have to release it because we're sitting all day, mm-hmm. and it's not like our hunter gatherer uh, forefathers. We're not sitting in chairs and classrooms all day, mm-hmm. exactly. so they don't have, they don't have this problem. But like it's yeah, you just just a really good feeling. Yeah, I definitely notice myself also being more on edge and irritable when I don't work out. Absolutely bothered by more things, like and legitimately bothered. Not just like bothered in the way to have content for a podcast. <laughs> yeah, like there's right. things to complain about just for the fun of it. And I had one of them I actually forgot to bring up. Maybe at the end. But it's pretty good. I might say it for the beginning of a different podcast. Right. And yeah, it just, you feel a little more on edge. Definitely like just sort of, that's kind of annoying. And another day I'd be like, oh, okay, I don't care about that mm-hmm. at all. Exactly. Uh, you just let your, I like to be as unbothered as possible. I think that that's like the biggest compliment. I, one of the biggest compliments is like to say that person cannot be bothered by anything. Yeah. They're just like, right. they can't be touched, like unbothered. Dude, when I got back from Florida, I was a mess, dude. I was so like, wimpy like everything was like upsetting me right. and it was because when i was in florida i couldn't work out the way i like in iowa when i'm here at my job i walk like four miles a day minimum mm-hmm. and then right. after that i go and work out and i'm spending the whole day doing something that's engaging but right. in florida i was just not engaged man i was sitting on the couch i was just watching right. tv and everything and so when i got back i was just a wreck mm. yeah right. Okay, so my number one thing, and this is something we can all talk about too, uh, is podcasting. Mm-hmm. That's something I never fail to bring up in a conversation about how we have a podcast. <laughs> Check it out. And uh, yeah, so okay, so I want to tell a little bit about, about the background of how we started this podcast because I don't think we've ever actually done that. No, I don't think we, we just sort of did it. And we never really explained it, which I think is cool too. I like like not explaining the origin of things. Mm-hmm. It just sort of this is you don't just, need an excuse to yeah, do something exactly. Like exactly. So, Noel, you can start this uh, about how we first had the idea. So I was volunteering a couple of summers ago at KHOI, this like community radio here names, and so they were um, the like the head of the radio company well, it's not really a company because there's two employees but anyway she was looking for content and was like wondering if I had ideas and like I was looking through some of their like content schedules and it was just like like retired old ladies talking about like whatever like gardening yeah exactly that kind of stuff yeah and it was just a whole string of that so trash yeah so <laughs> exactly yeah not our upper echelon exactly. content and, and so I was thinking that like Obviously, we're super awesome people. Like, yeah. why can't we create a podcast? Because uh-huh. we're hilarious. We're amazing. And we have interesting things smart. to say. Yeah, and, and humble. <laughs> humble. Yeah, our humility <laughs> defines us. Right, right. And so I was thinking that, yeah, why not? Why not us? Yeah. And so we, so we we're at that elementary playground. Remember that? And we we're just like walking back to your apartment. Yeah. And we we're like, let's do a podcast. Yeah. And then we did it. Yeah. We were and so incredible. Our initial intention was to send it in to them after we recorded right, it. Right, right. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, and then we're like, wait, it's actually, turns out it's not that hard to get a podcast on, well, obviously YouTube, but back yeah. then, even the podcast app on your iPhone, yeah. which seems really cool, but it's really not that hard. Basically, mm-hmm. anybody can do it. Yeah, or iTunes. Yeah, and so we did 
we just submitted it and then decided to promote it ourselves. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, it still would be kind of cool. I don't know. I never really thought more about doing the radio station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, that served as motivation mm-hmm. and got right. the, the impetus to get going on this. Yeah. But really, whatever. And we put it out and it took off. It blew <laughs> up. It blew up and now we're it, famous. It's yeah. probably breaking iTunes apps all over on different phones. Like, iPhones are just exploding. iPhones are exploding, <laughs> yeah. 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 That's what happened to this one. But yeah, so how do you guys feel like our lives have changed since we got famous? <laughs> well, I can tell you one thing. Uh, I was getting a lot of, uh, you know, messages about the podcast and stuff, mm. and my iPhone blew up. Oh, th- oh, that's what happened, dude. Yeah, that's what happened. That's just, the only explanation. It definitely wasn't because I dropped it 18 times in a few days. Aren't you just tired of, like, walking around Ames and, like, everyone's like, yo, aren't you that guy? The podcast, yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. Like, Those dude. are the Galloway and Isabel podcasts. I'm like, dude, shut up. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. They don't, like, they don't even say the Galloway and Isabel podcast. They just say the podcast. Are you guys <laughs> the, the podcast? <laughs> the podcast. Are you guys the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I remember going hard, like, that first semester I was in school after we started it, mm-hmm. I brought it up. It was my first speech in speech class. I this this project in our marketing class where we didn't we weren't supposed to talk. It was supposed to be not personal at all. I brought up the podcast. <laughs> That's I remember th- this is what I said about two thirds way through. I was talking about like new mediums mm-hmm. where people can advertise, and I was like, okay. And I told literally said, I feel like I'd be doing a disservice as a marketing student to not bring up my own podcast. And so then I did and put a picture of it, put the links and told about it, told everybody about it. And, it was, and actually some people listened to it. I brought, I did this for a final project in my, this was my last project in college was yeah, a project hi, that we did together on Columbia. I got a 98% on it because we did yeah, a podcast awesome. on why I study Spanish and yeah. I <laughs> showed my whole class and they were like, the funniest thing was, the funniest question they had was, who's Isabel? And I completely forgot. No one knows my last name is Isabel. You know what's kind of funny is when I've talked to people about the podcast, they think it's me and a chick whose name is Isabel. Like, why would I put my last name and then her first name? That doesn't make any sense. You should be like, you idiot. Yeah, you idiot. But that's what people's first assumption is for some reason. And, uh, you Did know. Did someone actually, like think that or you just no I seriously have multiple people think like well I thought you did this with a chick named Isabel (laughs) okay that okay that that's a little annoying but what's really annoying for me is when I go to the pharmacy or somewhere and they ask for my last name and I'm like Isabel and they're like no your last name do you think my name is Isabel (laughs) that's that's really funny and then they're like oh Isabel that's your last name that's a girl's name and I'm like okay (laughs) it really doesn't matter Yeah, that's how last names work. And that's how unbothered I am by things. (laughs) Yeah, I think just like it's how it's influenced my life. Just talking to people, say in class, just like making random conversation. Doing this has made those conversations so much easier. Oh, yeah. And you create like these random like hypotheticals and you just like, like I just bring up stuff we've talked about. For real. And I already Mm -hmm. have like a long list of things I can just like rip out like my thoughts of like the best utensil power ranking or just like animals that you could beat up or whatever we've talked about mm-hmm. yeah, and so it's totally. like i just feel like i have unlimited things to talk about because yeah once you awesome. realize that you can go on a rant about just some random question one random hypothetical with your friends you're like why can't i do that with someone i exactly. don't know that well right. yeah exactly and then like 
the other day, it was like a week, a couple weeks ago in economics, we have like 10 people, mm-hmm. and so I was talking to this one dude, and then people overheard us talking about like killer whales or something, <laughs> and then like the whole class is talking about killer whales. Dude, that's and, like, awesome. It's super that's tight. Awesome. It's really fun. Yeah. And I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, I, I remember when we first started, or before we started, I was like, I had thought like it'd be cool, because I heard people doing podcasts, I was like, we could do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's... We, we have stuff to say. We have interesting things to say, funny things to say, mm-hmm. but definitely interesting things to say. For real. But th- there was definitely some apprehension like, okay, well, we start, we do two episodes, and then what if we don't have anything else? Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's a lot of fear people have is like, oh, I could talk for a little bit about something, or I could do a couple of YouTube videos, or I could do a couple paintings or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what I've set like some precedent that I need to continue. Mm-hmm. And now what if I have nothing left to offer? Yeah. Right, right. But first of all, I don't think that that's not a good reason to not do something. Exactly. Everybody has a problem. Everybody yeah. has that problem. And you'll realize, oh, wait, once you get into a little more of a rhythm, then you just get better at mm-hmm. it. Right. And you can take things you didn't think you could talk about for 40 minutes. Yeah. And now you're talking 40 minutes. That's like my video. So I'm making videos right now. Shout out to my YouTube channel, Evan <laughs> Isabel. But I know my video content isn't super great right now. I know that a lot of my stuff is, I mean, my editing's really good because I've edited videos for, I don't know how many years, like 10 years. Right. Right. But my my storytelling is not up to par with my editing. And so um, that's kind of what I'm working on right now. I know my videos aren't amazing right now. I I, I make them for myself, for my family. Mm -hmm. But I know that as I go, I'll get better at storytelling. Yeah, right. and, that, and that's just the importance of like just doing things, just mm-hmm. going for it. Because I remember like two summers ago when I had had to decide on law school, and I was really focused on marketing. I volunteered like at different businesses and reached out to them, say I'll create videos for you for free, mm-hmm. just to get some experience, have something for a resume. Noah helped out, and there were certainly people who were better at what I was doing than than me. Mm-hmm. People who are better editors. Better had better cameras, had better everything, but I was just a person who <laughs> reached out to people and set something up and like was very persistent. Right. And this is really interesting because you did this before. Um, have you seen that Vox video about? Do you know that guy from Vox that does Vox Borders? No. So there's a guy. Uh, I don't know his name, but he did, It's called. He has a thing called Vox Borders. And he goes around to other countries and does these really interesting videos with amazing animations. And he, he does this video, he explains how he got so good at animations. And he basically explains what you did. You, he went to a bunch of random different companies and said, well, not random, but he reached out to right. companies and said, hey, I'll do a video for you, maybe for free. Right. Just so right. I can practice. And he said, like, he didn't have the skills to do what he was doing. But because there's this sort of uncomfortable feeling that you get by not accomplishing this goal that you said, right. this public um, social contract hypothetical type thing, you, you have this uncomfortable feeling if you don't follow through. Right. And so that like kind of awkward feeling is what gives you a lot of drive. Yeah, absolutely. Right. But you, you told me this before he did. You know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it was just, um, yeah, there's a, I have this book, like it's, a bunch of little thoughts on like action. The whole idea is just take action. And there is certain like, yeah, I do think a lot of people will struggle with what if I can't, what if I put myself out there and I can't live up to, and they're expecting something better than I can Mm -hmm. offer. It's like, okay, yeah, but you can say that your entire life. Mm -hmm. You're never going to feel completely competent in anything. 
but and that but that's how you get better at it. Like I'm sure that guy who started he didn't start out making awesome animations. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he's put himself out there, got the practice, got the repetitions, and people like helping people like that. Oh, yeah. Because the first guy I reached out to who's helped me the most, the owner of Morning Bell Coffee Roasters, our sponsor. Mm-hmm. He was incredible. Like he didn't he didn't really do any marketing at all and he didn't need me to make videos at all. Mm-hmm. He probably wouldn't even wanted it. But he recognized someone who was putting themselves out there. Like, I'm going to help this person and give them an opportunity that he didn't need to give. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's the coolest thing. Like, oh, I appreciate yeah. those people so much. And and I didn't think about it so much at the time. I was like, oh, yeah, he needs me. Yeah. <laughs> but looking back at it now, it did not matter. Yeah. It, it was just wasted wasting his time. Like, it was just using him using time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only thing. He didn't benefit. He might benefit a little bit because the videos were not, not bad. Mm-hmm. And there he got some right. views. But... Um, yeah, I just really appreciate people yeah. like that. That's so cool. When people yeah, are yeah like that. it's kind of funny because like we were in there not too long after the video came out and somebody came in there and it's like a really small shop. So there's hardly anybody sitting in there ever. Mm-hmm. And so somebody came in there and they like her brother like played basketball with you or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. And I think the owner like probably recognized that um, you actually knew that person. And right. So that could have been because of the video. It definitely was. Yeah. They specifically said like they saw it in the camera. That's really cool. uh, Yeah. It, it was a, so they, it's a small shop. Mm-hmm. It's a little bigger now, but because mo- most of their sales are through like Hy-Vee and Wheatsfield, mm-hmm. like wholesale, most of it's not, it's not like a traditional coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Which I'm not really sure how that changes or adds to the story at all. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So I think it's, it's, it's really interesting looking at the internet and thinking, because a lot of people, you look at the videos or you look at YouTube or podcasts and mm-hmm. you think, okay, well, we're marketing to the whole of the world. Everyone that has access to iTunes has access to this podcast. Yeah. And so that's who your market is. But then we kind of forget about, well, what if I'm just trying to reach my community in my, right. my own city? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, one thing I do, I do like about Joe Rogan's podcast, and I don't really know why. Like, it's kind of confusing sometimes how it became so popular. Because, like, the videos themselves are just him sitting across from one person talking for, like, two and a half or three hours with one person and just the camera, and then it changes angles depending on who's talking. And that's it. Mm-hmm. There's no animations, not yeah, anything. there's three total like, shots. Like, if you describe, if you pitch this to, like, a TV, uh, a TV company, or a, like, no. a broadcasting company, like, not a chance. Dude, two, and no. half convers- two and a half hour conversation with no breaks and animations or anything. But, but he just, like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. And I'm not going to like, not going to change it for anybody. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. You know how popular Joe Rogan is? He's so popular that I thought that I thought Joe Rogan was like, you know, the Facebook, your first Facebook friend. Yeah. The yeah. Mark Zuckerberg or whatever. Yeah. I thought he was that for iTunes or for like <laughs> spot, like the, the podcast right. app. Cause he was always there. He was Absolutely. always popping up. And I, so I just, I thought it was like some sort of like iTunes thing that was always yeah. just there, you know? It's cra- it is really is crazy. Uh, and that I think is like the I don't listen I honestly don't listen I listen to I watch some clips of his, but I don't listen to him that much. I listen to other podcasts or books. But just I really respect that whole idea of doing exactly what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And you attract the people you want to attract. And it might not be a ton of people, but uh, for him it worked out. Mm-hmm. And I just I really like that philosophy. Yeah, and a lot of people young people listen to his podcast, which is I don't, I don't know, like, it's kind of like, it's a long-form interview, it's three hours, mm-hmm. and our age, our attention span, Not probably isn't the greatest, 
Yeah. And it's crazy how like w- even like even people our age are like oh, yeah. really into it. Like I I brought it up at work today. Half of my coworkers listen to Joe Rogan. It's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like this guy understands the power that he has. He understands that his culture is going to come through to us, our generation. It's going to affect us. And I think yeah. he like is very aware of that and very um, responsible with that power. Yeah. Right. Okay, so we still have two things for each of us to go over. I don't think I have anything left left about podcasting, but it's definitely something that would be one of the first things I mentioned. Like, we and, and it's like a good way to meet new people too. Like, I've already had people that I'm going to be in the same city with in Denver who want to be on the podcast. It's mm-hmm. like one guy texts me. He's like, one thing I want to do because we were friends. He's going to go to law school with me. He's like, the one thing I want to do by the end of the year is be on the podcast or whatever. So I think that's really cool. That's awesome. Uh, Okay, so uh, Evan, what is your second thing? My second thing is, uh, I would say, what did I say already? Lifting. Lifting. Okay, I was going to say guitar, but right now I think my second thing is making videos. Yeah. And hearkening back to what you were saying about having contacts in Colorado that want to do projects with you. I didn't realize how many people would want to do videos with me. Like so many people are just like, they're like ecstatic about it. They're really, really motivational. And I get a lot of my energy from my mom, my friends, all these people that are giving me these positive vibes and saying, Hey, I like, I like watching your videos and I like that you're doing this. And like, they like, I have friends that are like wanting to do projects with me and it's really cool. I really like it. And I think I like telling stories and I like being able to learn how to tell better stories and using these tools as a way of telling stories and being able to use this fun thing that I like doing. And I grew up kind of making crappy videos um, on my own. My parents had this DVD recorder that I, I don't know why we had it, but we had this weird DVD recorder. And so I would make these really stupid animations and I would record Hot Wheels. I would record these like Hot Wheels toys going by and be like, the, the race has begun. And I'd like, I'd animate right. everything and it was so much fun. But this is kind of like a been a hobby for me for a long time. And now I'm finally getting to actually be creative and have like, a community of my friends like doing projects together it's yeah. pretty fun yeah so what would you uh like what are some of the types of videos you want to do in the future like things you have thought about doing but really want to get into so number one is storytelling and so telling the story of my life right and my daily life whatever happened in the past what my plans are for the future and then the other thing so that's one is storytelling mm-hmm. and then two is um kind of help tips and tricks videos explaining like this is what I learned in college and this is what I think maybe good life advice or whatever for whatever period of your life you're going through nice I know what's your second so um I would say especially in the last couple months running I've really gotten into it and so I was kind of thinking, like... What? <laughs> you run? So I ran 20 miles, like, a couple weeks ago. Dude, you it's kind miles? of funny because it's, like, at this point, it's kind of worn off. You pe- if someone's like, how was your weekend? I'll, I'll be like, oh, it was okay, but two weekends ago, I ran 20 miles. <laughs> that seems a little bit of a stretch. But, like... <laughs> but, I, so, like, I would say, in the 20 miles, 
from miles five to ten were probably the worst because I had to take a poop. Mm. So wait, is your hobby the one time you ran twenty miles? <laughs> Or running as a whole. <laughs> it's running as a whole. It's, okay. This is just like a peak moment. Okay. Um, but like, it is one of those like, it's one of the, <laughs> it one of those poops where it's like, you're did we running. talk about this live podcast? I don't we definitely did. I, don't think so. I think we talked. We about have this, this has been on the podcast before, but I'm just kind of letting it happen because so. <laughs> we're and like so it's 45 like, minutes. It's like one of those where you're running and it's about to come out, so you have to stop and walk a little bit, and then it recedes b- up back in there. Okay. And then. Um, <laughs> And so, <laughs> and so, yeah, I just, I kept going and then I, it was raining and everything. And then, yeah, I just, well, anyway. So what got you into running? <laughs> it was definitely David Goggins. Okay. He, um. Where's he from? Where did he study from? Did he, he, st- he was, he was like a Navy SEAL. Did he study like at a university before that? <laughs> no, no, no. No. But, um. Oh, I thought he, this was the Iowa State guy. Oh, no, no. This is, like, an ultra marathon runner. Oh. And, um, and so his, like, philosophy was that when you're tired, you think you've, it's, like, only 40% of what you're actually capable of. Mm-hmm. And so that I've used that mentality mm-hmm. quite a bit. That's really And cool. also thinking about just, like, going at war with yourself. Yeah. Which is what he talks about. So what are, what are we doing in 10 days? We're going to run a marathon. You guys are running a marathon? Did you run a marathon yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really cool. I was really impressed when I heard about that. How long ago was that? Uh, ten days ago. You gonna run a marathon in in ten days? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, I was planning on just doing one this summer, but then Noah signed up for this one. I was like, okay, why not? When's the date? Twentieth. Uh, Twentieth. I'm gonna sign up. Right on. How much was it? Uh, it might be more now. It's like a running. It like increased. How much was it when you paid for it? Sixty-five bucks. I was like oh, a month ago. I, I can't afford that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, wait, what was I going to say about that? Okay, so yeah, we're going to do that. Um, it was, yeah, it was one of the, after finishing, it was one of the, it was like really fun to sit down in a lawn chair. I've never appreciated lawn chairs so much my entire life. Okay, so I'm going to go to my second one, which is poker. So this, six months ago, this would not have been my number one. I really didn't, I always like want to be good at it and know more about it, but I hadn't really put the effort into it to really understand it and become competent in it but uh i just kind of dove headfirst into it like i do with a lot of different things and started looking at tutorials reading some books about it watching uh, different videos and watching like actual tournaments uh, the european poker tour is one i watched and then there's a um, a competition a tournament in the bahamas that i would watch those and it was really interesting to see people play for a long amount of time maintain focus and discipline and consistency throughout that time I think that's one of my favorite things about it. I like anything that requires you to outlast another person. And so that's another. That's why I like running. That's why I like stuff like poker. Like poker, in a way, I think is like an endurance sport. Mm-hmm. Like most people probably would consider it a sport, but it is like an, it's an endurance thing for sure. Because like we were talking about the, a couple of weeks ago when we were playing, like if thinking after, if you play for an hour and like say, oh, this person's better because they're winning right now is like saying the same thing after a mile in a marathon. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, maybe the person winning is that best in marathons. Maybe. But also, maybe they're just going to die in a mm-hmm. few miles. Like, they could just... Right, right. So you don't really know for sure. And that's why I like it, too. Like, you have to... Um, you have to... You can't just get out to quick start and be fine. Like, you have to maintain that level of performance. And you can play great in poker. You can play perfectly and be 
losing after two hours. But if you play perfectly, unless your opponents are also world-class, you're going to come out on top after like eight hours or just a long amount of time or a few nights or whatever. Um, So I think that's what I really like about it. And we are back. I'm trying to think of anything else to say about poker. Uh, I don't really think so besides the fact, like I said, I like that you have to stay consistent. I also like that it requires you to stay cool under pressure and not get too high and too low depending on what's happening. And then also there's some like just quick calculation of different odds and stuff that you kind of have to educate yourself and then also be able to implement that mm-hmm. and make uh, decisions quickly. Uh, th- one thing they started introducing at like the tournaments, so online you have to decide like in 10 seconds or 15 seconds. It's really quick. Mm-hmm. But And then they started doing that in tournaments too where they have like a 30-second shot clock that you have to make a decision in 30 seconds. You, you can use like a time card that you can throw out there and get in our 30 seconds. You get like a certain number per tournament and all that. Interesting. Yeah, so because online requires that quick pace, that's filtered into the uh, tournament as well. But I don't really have a ton to say about that, and we're already rolling along pretty well. We're at 50 minutes, guys. Wow. This that's has been a fun one. Let's take uh, it for another three hours. Yeah. Let's take another yeah. three hours. Yeah, no big deal. We're for Rogan. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do – yeah, let's go through our last one. Um, uh, my last one's good. Uh, music. Music. Nice. Music is something that's been in my life since I was. I mean, like make being connected with music. I've been playing music since I was like eight, I think. Um, I started taking lesson piano lessons way too young before I could even handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a lot of things to say about bad music teachers because I think like a lot of teachers that teach music are teaching at a teaching away so that the kid doesn't learn enough to progress on their own, mm-hmm. but learning just enough to keep the parents happy. Right. So I have a lot to say about that, but I can say that for another pod. Um, I was connected with music when I was young, and then, I mean, like, every so often I would stop playing music, and then when I got to college, that's kind of when I really started playing music, and I learned guitar with our my our first roommate, Joel. Mm-hmm. He taught me my first kind of, like, song. It was a... was a song? More Than Words by... Amazing or something more than words is the song name, but he taught me the the riff for that and then I'm like wow I can do this right. and so I went and picked up a Guitar and learned a bunch of Songs on YouTube and mm-hmm. now I can play guitar awesome. yeah. I know what's your last one my last one was podcasting we kind of covered that perfect so my last one uh, basketball this is I think the topic I know the most about it was my first love First thing I really cared about, besides my family, of course, uh, was basketball. I really uh, liked it, just the, all the aspects of it. Sports in general, I like just because of the lessons it teaches you. And it teaches them very quickly. And that's I think we've gotten to that in detail on previous podcasts. Right. And you know what? I think we're we're hitting the, uh, the dusk of this podcast. The dusk. It's, it's coming down. The sun's yeah, going down the sun's on this going podcast. Down. I always have to double, like I have to think from dusk till dawn. Like I, I get this confused sometimes. From dusk till dawn. We just don't use those very, those no, words very right. often. We don't. Okay, well, uh, we'll see you guys at the dawn of the next podcast <laughs> uh, for Thomas Galloway. Evan Isabel. Evan Galloway. Everyone, have a great night. That was tight. Boom. Pot. Nailed it. Awesome.